0: What's going on? Um, You know, every week when I play that intro, I have to tell you, it, the thought goes through my head. I cannot believe that you people tune in to this show and listen to this replay every week. The sound of my voice is fucking horrendous. It's just awful. Hi, Rich. Hello.
1: Hi, Jeannie.
0: How are you, my dear?
1: Hello. Hi. I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Um, you know, kiddo, I have to tell you, um when when Niagara it's so funny. When Niagara posted the flavor art competition or the contest, um, do you know a bunch of people really yeah. thought it, people thought it was fake. Yeah. Why would they think it's fake? Well, because they just couldn't believe that flavor art would... would... Just because... Over all the tagging stuff. Everybody thought that people were just, you know, setting people up to harass you. Poor you.
1: (laughs) Sean does like to troll me on Facebook. That is uh, definitely for sure. But I can guarantee you that the 300 tags and posts and comments I am getting uh, really just remind me how important it is uh, to be in touch with your DIY community uh, as a flavor manufacturer and vendor, because uh, if it weren't for all of you, uh, we wouldn't exist. Uh, you know, flavor art was basically conceptualized on the back of DIY, and we will never forget our roots. And so we appreciate and love all of you.
0: Well, and, and you say that, but... I have to point out that you for a long time have been an avid DIYer. Um so you know exactly where we're coming from.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh you know Sean Sean has uh been at it longer than I have, uh, but I mean I've definitely uh, I've jumped in a while back and I uh, You know, from the likes of people like Oliver uh, being local to me really helped uh, progress my DIY education, if you will, Um, uh, very quickly. You know, a lot of people uh, who've been around this game for a long time know who Oliver is, Uh, and uh, if you've ever met him, you'll know, you know, learning from him is not the easiest thing, but he is a wealth of information, that's for sure.
0: Um, I have many times uh, called Oliver... A a mix master um, because he is, he can come up with something. Oliver can conceptualize something in his head, and more times than not, it's a hit right out of the gate. Um, he is the the one person I know with the least amount of fails. Not that he doesn't have them. He does. He'll tell you that he does, but. For the most part, he has learned all of his individual flavors down so well that he can scratch something out on a piece of paper and mix it up, and it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, I, I agree uh, 110%. I mean, I've been there, and uh, and you're right. I mean, even his fails, though he knows exactly where he fails the minute he mixes it, but he just does it to see how it'll come out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I always, I remember, you know, a very classic line of Oliver's, you know, he'll give you something and you would be like, vape it. And you'd be what's in it? And he goes, just vape it. So, you know, you vape it and you're like, wow, that's really good. And he'll look you dead in the eyes and he goes, that's why I didn't call it dog shit. <laughs> and then one day he made a juice called dog shit and fuck me, it tasted really good. So you know I uh, gotta love him, you know I, I'm sad that I moved uh, away from him, uh, but I still keep in uh, steady contact with him. He's at my wedding, uh, and it was great to see him there in good health.
0: Um, and your wedding, by the way, was quite beautiful. um you're You're a very lucky man. Your bride was absolutely stunning. and um the only thing that threw me for a loop Thanks. was was happy Jack in a hat.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's in a band now, Jeannie. He's the lead singer of a cool hip band. So uh, Jack has been uh, Jack has been
0: making some style changes. I'm like, that's not Jack. Oh, wait, that is. Holy shit, that is. <laughs> it was it was kind of strange. I got to tell you it it really <laughs> it really threw me for a loop seeing him wearing a hat. So. In, in case anybody hasn't yeah, uh, seen... Yeah, uh, he's been bald as long as I been I know. So the hat was really kind of weird. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen the contest that Flavor Art is running for Christmas, um, tell everybody about it.
1: Uh, it's uh, It's basically, it's a season-long contest. So starting this week and running for every week until the end of the month. Um, we will be giving away a hundred dollars gift certificate uh, to various vendors, uh, as well as a kind of custom made uh, Italian mixology kit. Um, if you all look at Sean's wall, as I'm sure he can uh, jump in and, and speak of it at any point, uh, he took a video of what is in the mixology kit, but it's basically um, it was a, a handcrafted idea that we had last year, only ten were made. For very uh, close clients uh, of Italy's uh, and friends, and uh, and then we asked them to make more because we thought they would be a really cool thing to give out to our community and to have contests with. And uh, you know, a flavor art being very much an aromatic company as much as we are a a taste company. And when they mix in Italy, it's not uncommon to see Max with uh, blotting paper, much like perfume, Mm -hmm. and dropping flavor percentages on a on a blot of paper and writing it down and wafting it in in his face and uh, he'll kind of smell one and he'll lift another page and he'll smell that one and he'll waft them both and uh, and that's how his brain works is he he deconstructs molecules as he smells them Uh, and so he said hey it would be cool you know if you're mixing you know we've actually (laughs) been drunk with a couple of very successful e-liquid manufacturers and uh, it was amazing to see them do the exact same thing in a much simpler format they kind of you know Jeremy. take one bottle and they yeah. squeeze it and sniff it and then they take another bottle I was doing that yeah,
0: Jerry, in Jerry, Jerry, yeah i was there. doing that in your <laughs> hotel room bottle. yeah you do, you i mean of course yeah. you know how you know i was doing is. that in your hotel yeah. room and and uh, Joe and them were like what are you doing and i'm like no here <laughs> and People thought I was half crazy, but I mean, anybody that's ever actually had to walk by a perfume counter, um, at Christmas time should have already thought up this concept. Um, and that's where I came, that's where it came from with me was from that, um, a lot of DIY and and part of your biggest sense of taste is smell. If you can't smell something, you can't taste it. That's why you tell little kids to plug their nose when you're stuffing medicine down their throat. So you know, absolutely. It's it's just one of them things. So why not? Um, I mean, I've I've done it for a long time. What will really mess you up is if you um, happen to get like uh, brand name paper towels. Now are starting to put a light scent in their paper towels, which pisses me off. They need to go back to not doing that. Um, it messes with oh. my DIY. <laughs> but. I mean, the, one of the first things that went out of my Flavorous kit was the first pack of strips. Um, the second pack of strips, I'm like hoarding to hell won't have it. Um, I love yeah. my Flavorous kit. It actually does not go in the DIY cupboard. Um, it sets on the top of it like it's on display. Thank you. Well, they're they're amazing kids. We can, you
1: know, I, Jimmy. I know a guy. Knows a guy. You know, we can get you more strips if you ever need them. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> well, I need more strips <laughs> because I refuse to use the last pack of them.
1: Yes, ma'am. I Be-
0: because you know, then it would look funny with. I wish with... you told
1: me that before I sent you two packages.
0: <laughs> well, I will. I will remind you the next time I tell you that I am in dire need of something. <laughs> Oh, sure, I swear. Sure um, there's a phone call. There's somebody sitting here on nine one eight oh, area code. Let me let me grab it and see what see what that is. Hi nine one eight. Who's this? Nope, they're not. They hung up. I, I answered that hmm. call, Rich, and they hung up on us. Must be they did not want to talk to us. Um, you guys released some they're new. Coaching. You guys um, released some new flavorings recently.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, so, um, no, a lot. A lot of people confuse uh, kind of the the dual duality of flavor art. Uh, while we do service the majority of e liquid top e liquid manufacturers, uh, not only here in North America but in the world. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we never forget where we came from, and we will continue to develop uh, classy flavors. Now, you know, we get a lot of flack for not making chocolate brownie or cereal or Frosted Flakes. Or,
0: Please you know, don't. Uh,
1: Twinkie, kind of uh, very North American-style profiles. But um, I think that's I think that's a a kind of a credit to us. You know, Max it really is. wants to keep the image of flavor art very classy. Uh, and, and, uh, and focus on the quality of the product. Um, so while we may not be the trendiest company, um, we definitely, or I think, would be the classiest company. Now, that being said, we're not blind. Uh, we did see the request for donut-style pastry flavoring uh, spin off the charts in the last year. And so we had begun development about eight months ago on a donut-style flavor. Uh, it took a lot of convincing to get Max to bend to it, but he finally agreed. And we came out with, wow now Wow, because of the e-liquid that flavor our producers in Europe and uh, was meant to be a primary uh, shaken vape if you will style uh, flavoring because uh, we would model a liquid on, off of it in Europe um, it turned out to be a fantastic flavor but the first thing I said with Wow is you know the donut is really good but I wish the jelly was not there because then I can do my own jelly or I can make a, a just a fried dough with caramel and cinnamon sugar. And so I begged and I begged and I begged, and with, with the help of Sean pushing the right buttons, Max said, okay, I'm going to remove the jelly and we'll call it Zeppola. And so Zeppola was born and we went through a couple of beta versions and uh, and he pretty much nailed it out of the park on the first try. <laughs> uh, the other one is Polar Blast. And uh, as my uh, guru and mentor Sean always said, Ice cream without cold is just melted cream, and it boggled my mind how many ice cream quote-unquote flavors existed in the e-liquid market that had no chill in them. <laughs> so uh, Polar Blast was designed to act as a uh, straight culotta at a very concentrated percentage and very strong, uh, and it's, uh, it, I think it works really well uh, to add a little bit of chill to some fruits uh, to accentuate the freshness of the fruit, I think it works well in a lot of ice cream-style cream recipes to give just a little authenticity in any kind of margarita or rum and coke or daiquiri-style recipe. summer drinks that would work really well. And uh, Whatever you do, though, I do not recommend you take a whole squirt of it on your finger and stick it in your mouth, as Sean did to me. He's like, hey, Rich, you got to try this new flavor. I'm like, what is it? He goes, it's a grapefruit. Just stick it in your mouth. And so, of course, I squirt it on my finger. And I pop it right into my mouth and I couldn't taste anything for 10 minutes. It, it was really, really quite fun. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a neat prank. So you should all get some Polar Blast just to play pranks on each other. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. You should not do that to people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um. They should definitely get some Polar Blast. But I, I highly recommend not saying, here, taste this to people. No, yeah, don't do that. Rich is wrong. Rich is a smart ass, by the way. Um Rich is Rich is probably one of the funniest people <laughs> that there are in vaping. And you know, I to this day don't think people realize that you are the guy in Phil's Vape four thousand video. <laughs>
1: no jeannie please i was just finally receding into the shadows and you mentioned it again
0: <laughs> i am never never gonna let that recede into the shadows kid that has got to be the funniest vape related video i have ever seen um and it's just it's just one of those it's one of those videos that will live in infamy um it really will, because I, I just can't believe the amount of work that Phil put into making that, and it was a complete joke. The, the entire thing was meant to be hysterically funny, and it was, but it, it just stands to reason that as much work as Phil puts into keeping us informed, um, in that one, he put in that much work to make us laugh. And it was hysterically funny. And, and you know, y- your your starring role in that was, was rather entertaining, too. Okay, so we got Wow, and, and Wow is the donut. <laughs> I
1: still remember what he approached me.
0: Yeah. We got Wow, Wow is the donut, yeah, we have so Polar Blast.
1: Wow. Uh, so... Yep. And then we have uh, actually five more on the horizon uh, that will drop in the year 2017. I'm going to give you guys a hint, um, but one of them may or may not be blood orange.
0: (laughs) Oh, what he said was one of them may or may not be blood orange.
1: Yes, so... Um, I'm thankful for that on a couple of reasons. I think our mandarin uh, and our orange are, are quite tasty. However, I think because they are modeled really closely to the real fruit, um, that kind of pith, the 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 white part of the orange, if you will, for me comes through very strongly, uh, and it, it, it's almost a a little bit bitter when I try to make it. So. Uh, Unfortunately, when I use flavor Art Orange, I can never really use it in like an orange creamsicle style vape because that bitterness kind of comes through uh, strong for me, as astringent almost. Um, I think they, they're doing this Blood Orange to be a touch more of just the style of juice, uh, to be a little bit sweeter, uh, a little tart, and I'm really excited to, uh, to see how it comes
0: out. now in and prior to wow being released and the polar being released, there was a round right before that that people aren't really familiar with either um oh and and by the way, um you should talk about strawberry, just saying um." <laughs> um but back oh yeah
1: we should talk about strawberry i don't know if i'm allowed to is
0: sean is sean in the call i haven't no he's not i don't i don't have sean yet unless it's him in calling from 918 and i don't think it is but i'm gonna try to pick up 918 918 if you don't want to talk just don't say anything and i'll put you back on hold
2: hey genie hi it's tanner hi tanner how are we doing?
0: Good. How are you, young man? On the road?
2: Not too. Oh yeah, riding across New Mexico. Twenty degrees.
0: So what's going on with you, kid?
2: Nothing. Mixed about probably four or five hundred mils last time I was home. About last about a week and a half ago or so. So. what's uh let me ask you this um, the, the the nipple tops or the squeeze top bottles do you think that's going to catch on with uh, these uh, third-party uh, vendors
0: huh
2: the I, I, I do the mix I knew I do uh, mixed by weight I don't I don't really use uh, syringes much anymore-huh I know you use the pipette system or whatever but uh, I know like some of the flavor art you know all these, you know all these different vendors and whatnot. I know they, they probably get up, you know, what giant gallon gallon tubs and everybody just you know measures them out in the smaller 10 mil, 15 mil, 30 mil bottles or whatever. But do you think the uh, the squeeze top, um, not or maybe even unicorn style top is will catch on for uh, us mixers that do it by weight?
0: Um, I know most of flavor art's well, I can't say that. Um, I get my flavor art, flavorings direct from flavor art. So I do know okay. my smaller bottles all come with them. Um when I when you get like thirty mil and up they don't. Um mm. so I I don't know. I I can tell you that I can remember back in the day and, and Rich can remember back in the day. When a lot of the flavoring companies um, sent their stuff out in the um, the it's not a flip top bottle, but the spout flipped up, and the problem the the
2: shampoo bottle. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: But there was a problem with those; they leaked like a bitch. So. I don't know as you're gonna see a lot of flavor vendors that are gonna switch to sending stuff out in a unicorn type bottle because one, it makes um, retail packaging for them miserable. I mean it, that that would absolutely suck.
2: Well, I mean as the as the reseller, like like once I, I I still order from one stop every now and then. But a, a big reason that I don't is because of that reason. I go to, uh, what is it, EC, ECS or something like that, uh, Washington or whatever. They they do all their bottles. Unless you order 30 or bigger, I think it is. But like their 10 and 15 mil bottles, they're all the, the squeezy top mm-hmm. where you just, you know, squeeze it out instead of with the syringe or a pipette or something.
0: Um, some of them do now, and some of them don't. Um, uh, I just Tanner, don't know. Tanner, Kim, Kim. What did you say about Kimmer?
1: Oh, sorry. It seems that I maybe my line has a little bit of lag. Um, Tanner, I was saying that Kim just said in chat that she has twist tops available, uh, for her one-ounce and four-ounce bottles now. So if you're looking to buy,
2: okay.
1: um... Bigger size bottles uh, with uh, little twisties to make uh, a metric mixing easier. Uh, you should be able uh-huh. to get from Kim. And I think uh, you bring up a very good point. Uh, as DIY gets bigger, uh, and it's definitely going to get there, um, we oh, get yeah. more passionate about DIY. We start buying larger and larger sizes. I think the resellers are catching on to this. Uh, I know, you know, Kim said four ounce. She has twist tops. I know Nicotine River, although uh, Grant packs in. Uh, large kind of just regular twist-off tops, he will include a um, a twister, like a, what do you call those little Oh, like
0: on caps. Elmer's glue. It,
1: he'll include a cap that you can spin and you can yeah. flip
0: it. Yeah, like Elmer's glue cap. Yeah, like cap. On okay, Elmer's okay. glue
1: bottle,
2: exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 And Tanner... I buy those off the of Amazon. Those are like 120 mil. And that's what I do a lot of my mixing in and just put those in like a 15 mil or a a 30 mil unicorn bottle and uh that's because that's a lot that's a lot of juice trying to you know try to fill up you know i won't say going down the road but
0: well
3: but
2: tanner you you called in and you
0: had you called in and you had a diy question so you know what that means right
2: yeah, I'll send you an email whenever I uh, shut down tonight.
0: Yeah, when you shut down tonight, make sure you send me an email, and Kimmer will get you $25 for the store credit that you can use to buy one ounce and four ounce flavorings, which will come with a cap that you like. Ooh.
2: See how easy that was? It sounds awesome.
0: Yay, Kimmer. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Kimmer. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, whenever I buy, if I buy like uh, uh, the flavorings that I really like and that I really use, you might as well just buy the four ounce bottles. The thirty mils they don't last, so you might as well just buy the, buy the the four ounce or the eight ounce, the big the big ones.
0: I um I hauled out all my DIY stuff the other day. Too. Yeah, um, because somebody had, had two two people in the same day asked me for the same recipe. Which isn't really odd. That happens. You know, that, that's been known to happen on several occasions. But what was what was kind of odd about this was the fact that one's name was Liz and the other one's name was Beth. And both of them are actually named Elizabeth. And <laughs> so, yeah, so I had to go get out the, the blueberry... Oh. Yeah, I got out the blueberry candy cane recipe, and I thought, oh, you know what? It is that time of year, and I haven't had this in a while. I think I'm going to have to make me some of this. And do you know, if it hadn't been for Kevin, Kev of VP Live, if it hadn't been for Kev asking me for a blueberry candy cane, I'd have probably never made that recipe, ever. Because, one, I didn't like candy canes. Um, And two, I didn't, you know, because I didn't like candy canes, I really had never had a blueberry candy cane. So I made that recipe up and um, I tried it out in a couple different forms and I picked the one that I liked the best and I sent a bottle of it to Kevin and I'm like, so I said, now Kevin, you have to tell me honestly what you think of this because I've never actually had a blueberry candy cane, so I don't know if it tastes anything like one. And Kevin got me on Skype and he's like, it's fantastic, Jeannie. It's fucking fantastic. I'm like, okay, good, cool. Um. I think that is probably the only recipe I've ever made um, that I hadn't tasted anything like it prior to making it. And I, I started helping out with another DIY group on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're not, I don't know if you're in it or not, Tanner, but it's, it's from the UK, actually. It's Vaping Home Mixers. And it's a really cool group. I've been really enjoying the time that I'm spending in this group, um, and one thing I have noticed about the UK is a lot of their mixing over there is is one shots. Um, here in the US, oh, flavor
2: concentrates.
0: Yeah, they're they're just one shots, and what is been yeah. happening a lot over there is people come up with some really good recipes, and um, certain companies will make these recipes up and and sell them as as a one shot, which I think is really cool, but right. I've been posting a lot of res- a lot of my recipes in there now I won't say a lot. I have been posting some of my recipes in there as somebody asks me for something um I think I'm finally getting over being being pissed off um seeing not not just seeing my recipes on a vendor site but having a vendor that that took the recipe and made an e-liquid out of it and put it up on his site for sale actually using my fucking name in it which pissed me off even more Are you
2: talking about the VHM I think yes. you posted it earlier
0: Yes Yep um and actually Okay,
2: that's you. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Yep, VHM. Um I'm in I'm I admin in that group now too because they got so many people from the United States joining the group now that the UK admins were asleep when most of the Americans started acting like fools yeah. acting like fools in there um, so yeah, um, Kathy Jacoma got me in there um, thanks Kathy I, I think
2: the I think the flavor shots are wonderful. I mean, I, I do uh, uh, Wayne from DIY or Die. I've got his triple C. Uh, that's that's one of them I mixed last time. I just I just did like a 200 mil of it. Let it sit for a week. That's delicious. But it's $10 it's ten for 30 mils, and it makes like 200 mils. That's unbeatable. Now, some of these people are really proud of their concentrate, selling it for you know, $18, $20 for a, a 30 mil. I, that's personally for me. That's, I mean, I'd rather just, just, you know, go to one stop and buy the ingredients and I can make it myself for that. Um, you know, if I, ha- if I can, if the recipe's available.
0: Rich, have you, noticed, have you noticed, Rich, that many of your, or not many, that any of your companies that were e-liquid manufacturers are starting to go into the one-shot realm?
1: Um, that's a very interesting question Jeannie um, I, I would say I wouldn't say many um, but I would say some of the smarter ones who realize that you know listen if nothing changes with Fda regulation uh, we are going to do our best to comply uh, and they're going they're going to register their facility in december they'll disclose their ingredients but I mean realistically Jeannie and not to just to preach doom and gloom but the PMTA process is at right now, at this moment, is very unattainable. It's very expensive. The amount of maturity and education and knowledge you require to know how to submit the PMTA is a very intense. And some of the companies who are doing their best to comply have kind of come to this conclusion that, you know what, it might not be worth paying you know, X amount of millions of dollars to try to PMTA one flavor um, on, on a maybe. And so...
4: Speaking with them, obviously we
1: encourage them with their all flavor recipes. We know that they'll they'll pass any kind of toxicology, uh, any of that. But you know, they kind of said, "Rich, what do you think about DIY?" And I say, "That's an interesting question coming from an e-liquid manufacturer." And they're like, "We were thinking of selling our top juices as flavor shots." And I said, "You absolutely should, uh, just not on the same platform as your e-liquid." Because yeah, they better allowed. be selling frosting um, flavor so, shots. I mean, it's definitely been brought up, but. Hey, who, who knows? Uh, I think, and I think it's a very good method uh, for a lot of the, I don't want to say smaller companies. Oh, I, that's, wasn't, that's I wasn't, I wasn't being sarcastic either. PM
0: yeah, I wasn't being sarcastic because yeah. honestly, they're, <laughs> and, and I've posted them on Facebook, um but yeah, I will make cupcakes here at the house and take vanilla frosting and I will haul out my DIY stuff and I will flavor all my frosting so that I can make one batch of cupcakes and I can have six different flavors. Um, so, I mean, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't me trying to say people s- should subvert the, the, the FDA at all. I'm just saying if they're selling a flavor shot it can be used for a lot of things um because if they're if they're just selling them yeah if they're just selling them um you know we were an e-liquid vendor and now we're just going to sell diy i i don't think that in and of itself will go around um intended use you know the fda has been really really proud of the term intended use, and they have been applying it liberally to everything. Um, And I think they're going to continue to do so. But, Yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I think, and the people, my grandkids, all like different flavors of stuff. And, you know, anybody that doesn't know, I have 10 of them. Number 11 is due the 3rd of March so there's a lot of little kids around here and my way of getting around things with all of these little kids was to flavor my frosting and make the frosting in different flavors Um, the only thing that we have decided that's that's difficult here is grandma only has four colors of food coloring so she only makes four flavors of cupcakes at a time So, but I mean, I, I just, I see. You have 10 grandkids, you... Yeah, I do. Yes. Yep. Number 11's on the wow. way. But you're, you're only 35 years
3: old.
0: How does that work? I, Paul's old. You didn't see that Facebook post? Our, our baby, <laughs> our baby boy, our baby boy turned 18 two weeks ago. And I got to thinking about that and I thought, you know, all four of my kids oh, are. Oh my
1: goodness.
0: Yeah. All four of my children are now legal adults, and I didn't understand how that could be possible. And I thought about it long and hard, and the only conclusion I could come to is Paul's old. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, you know, well, you're you're absolutely correct. Um, one shots are going to become very popular, not just for vaping, but for everything, because. Um, I mean, let, let's be honest here. Kimmer's is, is probably the pioneer of the one shot. I, I mean, Lucky shot, you know, Strawberry Milk,
4: mm. uh,
1: the the Blue Freezy. I mean, it's, she she definitely is, is the the OG of the one shot. And I think that's really good for for flavor resellers because it differentiates your company from a plethora of other resellers out there. And uh, you no longer have to worry about who's who has the cheapest flavor, you know, you don't have to browse every one of your competitors' sites and try to price match because if you have good customer service, if you're involved in the industry and you have a product that no one can get anywhere else, uh, I think those three factors alone uh, are, are winners and and they'll bring your loyal clients back to you over and over again uh, to pick up that product and to, and to support, you know, to support you keep making it. Uh, I think if, if Kimmer's were to ever stop making Lucky Shot, uh, there would be a rebellion. In the DIY community, right? So, um, I think one shots are a very viable way for a, a lot of people to stay involved, uh, to expand their, their revenue streams, uh, and, uh, and and really, you know, continue to have fun uh, in a in a
0: regulated environment.
2: I, um, They're also a good base if you want to add to it as well.
0: Oh, and and lucky shot exactly. is is the pinnacle of that. Because lucky shot not mm, only is berry. lucky shot so freaking good all by itself, but you can use that as a base for any kind of fruit pie that you want. Um, anything, it it is it is just so damn yummy. Um, that one is they hit it out of the ballpark. If I had to pick the one flavor that I use the most out of her flavor lines, it. It is the lucky shot because I use it in so many recipes. Okay? And Kimmer says it's all Shane's fault. Um go Shane. Yay. Um but if I had to tell you the one the the one that all on its own that I like the most, um all by itself is a shake and vape, is the Arnold Palmer. Um that the iced tea and lemonade, um, that one to me is absolutely perfect all by itself um it, and it's dead on the close second to that is her root beer her root beer flavoring is absolutely amazing there's i do not i have not pulled out my root beer recipe and mixed up my root beer recipe since she released her root beer flavoring why in the fuck would i haul out all of my shit And mix up this recipe when I can just get the bottle of hers out and make it and be very happy with it. Um, But I just, you know, I didn't realize how popular flavor shots were in the UK. And it is, it is by far what I see the most of for mixers over there. Um,
2: Are they having a hard time getting their flavorings?
0: Not to my, not to my knowledge. None at all. What about nicotine? Oh, uh, well, you know, hey, the TPD is, is not their friend. Um, But, you know, I, TPD, FDA, six of one, half a dozen of the other. You know, I don't think that, let me ask you, let I me don't ask think that this. that bullshit article, that bullshit piece of, that the attorney general put out today um, is helpful to us at all um, rich did you read that yeah I, mean, it, it, uh, I, I mean it's disgusting <laughs> um, it's you it's know. more it's more disgusting what than you, Like, what do you even say yeah what do you even say I mean they come out and they use stupid shit in there like um, use of e-cigarettes by teens has increased by 900%. Okay, but yeah. what's what's the number attached to that, asshole? What's the number? I mean, did we go from one kid to nine kids? What's the other side? Y- you know, I mean... Let's di- not
2: forget it's well, a gateway not not
0: to smoking, that, too, what's
1: apparently. What's the other side of the equation? How, well, how many teens have quit smoking? Because the use of e-cigarettes among teens have reason. Oh, no, no, we yeah, don't, want yeah, no, don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, they don't want to
0: talk about that shit.
2: You can't say that. You can't say that. Uh-uh. That yeah, gotcha no, bit. no,
0: no. That doesn't play into the their whole save the children. You know, they just, they don't give a shit. Um, and, and I like how the whole thing completely and totally disregards the amount of grown-ass adults that have walked away from combustible tobacco. They, they completely disregard that. Like it means nothing. Um, when I just had, uh, I had to set up new doctors down here in Tennessee. I had to, you know, I had to set up a, a general practitioner and I have to set up a, a neurosurgeon and I have to set up an RSD doctor. And I mean, and the, because the laws in Tennessee are so different than where I moved here from. You know, I had to set up all these doctor's visits. Do you want to know what I heard the most in the past two weeks from these doctors? We need to get a handle on this RSD because you have the heart and lungs of a 20-year-old. Bang.
2: <laughs> what do they say when you if tell them not, that, you that, va- that you've been vaping for so I, many years?
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's Sorry, what I Rich. tell them. I'm like, you know, I smoked I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day for almost 27 years. And they're like, you're a smoker? I said, no, I'm not a smoker. I quit smoking seven years ago. And they're like, well, you can tell.
2: Do you tell them you vape? Yep. When they say that? yes what they, what's their uh what's their comment and
0: the the one doctor said oh you know i hear a lot of really good things about them and the other two are like oh well are you gonna quit doing that and i said why i've got the lungs of a 20 year old
5: <laughs>
1: oh uh, i know sean is uh sean should be on the switchboard now
0: no he's not Oh, he
2: said, uh, uh I'll tell him this Jeannie, let me ask your opinion on something. Sure. Ever since uh, August 8th, have, have you, I won't say got out of the vape, I don't think you were ever into the vaping industry, per se. You just have a podcast that we listen to, and you're on Facebook, like a lot of people. But ever since, have you have you noticed your? Uh, I don't know if you do a lot of YouTube or whatever, but uh, have you noticed your um, a downfall in just caring about it anymore? Um, of just like figuring out what new products are, what's going on, or anything like that.
0: Oh, there he is. I'm. Let me hold on. Let me. There he is. Hello, Niagara.
5: Hey Jeannie, how are you? Sorry, I just uh, I logged in and then walked away because I had to get a couple of emails done.
0: You're yeah, all right. Um, so as far as seeing a drop off, Tanner, um, I, and and I have to, I will freely admit this to anybody that listens, I have not been into what's new, what's hot, what's cool, in a long time. Um, I am one of those people. I am very complacent in my vape. The last new vape gear that I bought was AIOs and a Cubist tank. Honest? No, I take that back. That's a, ba- a lie. I got
2: a baby beast on Black Friday. Out of yeah, the no, Black no, Friday deal. That, That's the that's, last. That is that's, vape related thing I bought in three months. That's
0: not true because I did buy a sink. and and by the way, I still really like my sinks, people. Um, everybody can tell tell me that I'm suck hole in China all they want. Um. I really like my sinks. I do not take a mod with me when I leave the house now because I know I have two sinks in my purse, and I just use my sinks. Um, and and people Is don't. Is that refillable? The sink? Yeah, I've got the two and a half mil ones, mm-hmm. so I can refill the pods on them. So it's great. But so Almost I don't know a- that I have noticed a drop off since August eighth. Ah. I will tell you um, what I have seen since August eighth that really floors me is the amount of people that are saying, you know, um, here is my new brand new flavor or here, let me teach you how to be a vendor and sell your e-liquid online and, and things like that, that I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, did you not read this fucking legislation? Did you not read the FDA demon rule? Um, but, so, there's that. But, no, I, I haven't noticed <laughs> totally a drop-off. Not. I have noticed a huge uptick in DIY, though. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, that... Well, you know, the you numbers and Wayne in are DIY the podcast
2: I listen to about vaping. Period. I mean, that's, that's all. And Wayne's got a show going on right now, and I'll listen to that whenever I get Wi-Fi again, but... You, I usually I usually just listen to your replay, but since you were doing DIY tonight, I've seen that yesterday when I was home. So, I wanted to call in and listen tonight. But I didn't know we were going to have Flavor Art on. I didn't know you were going to have flavor, on, flavor Art on either, though.
0: Oh, well, you know, hey, Rich and Sean are here from Flavor Art. And Sean had a very busy day today. <laughs> Surprise! Um yes, he did. And Sean, did you get to get anything accomplished today, or was it just that you got to get dressed up in a suit and show up and then say, "Oh, we're gonna postpone it till next week?
5: Oh no, no, we got a lot accomplished today. I uh worked the day and then flew up last night. I worked till about three a m in the morning preparing our uh our talk points. Uh, and then we started meeting at 7.30 this morning after about two, three hours of sleep uh, with our first meetings. And we had a, uh, a group of senators that had agreed to meet with us. <clears throat> Most importantly, um, uh, a senator that uh, was actually hosting or sponsoring uh, Canada's uh, Bill S-5, uh, which is the new Canadian Vaping Act, which is uh, something I'm very, very proud of uh, and uh, we met with her. Uh, she's a uh, double amputee um, and a Paralympic uh, athlete um, that has won many, many golds uh, representing Canada uh, internationally for the last 15 years. Dynamic, dynamic woman and uh, very pro vaping. Um, one of the first ones that actually educated herself one of the first ones I ever, you know, politicians I've ever met with in the last three years in the United States, Canada, or globally, even that, that actually understood the dilemmas and the paradoxes that we're involved in. And, uh, we, uh, met with both sides of the house. So both, uh, in your terms, Democrats and, uh, uh, Republicans or in our terms, uh, uh liberals and uh, conservatives and both sides of the house. And, uh, It was supposed to be uh, going to second reading today, uh, but it didn't, which is no big deal. Uh, Just means that I got home uh, at eight o'clock rather than midnight tonight. Um, So, uh, yeah, no big deal that they didn't read it today. They're going to read it next week. It was just going to be nice to be there. We wanted to be there meeting with these senators, ensuring that we had our stakeholder position, for all of the uh, negotiations on regs relative to this, that uh, uh, you know, we, we felt that we were due, and uh, we achieved that. And uh, we definitely, at CVA, the organization that I work with in Canada, has have definitely you know secured that that uh, they're really only going to be listening to one source, uh, and they understand our position and appreciate our position, which is uh, which is great. So we achieved a ton today. Uh, it was a lot a of, lot of hard work. And uh, Rich knows that we had a very, very busy day yesterday uh, as we had a huge scientific webinar that was put on with our complete legal team in Washington and our complete scientific team from Milan uh, on to uh, talk to a couple hundred of our uh, clients in the United States about uh, TPMFs and deeming regulations. So that was uh, – it's been a long 30 hours for me. Um, what is I'm that just, acronym? Just barely acronym. Barely awake.
0: Yeah. T- TPMF? TPMF. Yes.
5: So, tobacco TPMF uh, stands for a tobacco product master file. Um, as you go through the PMTA uh, pre-market tobacco or, uh, tobacco approval process, um, you uh, need to get through a number of hurdles. The first one is on December thirty-first that you have to list and register your company, its facilities, and all of your SKUs uh, and labeling. And then in February uh, you need to uh, submit for all of those SKUs, the complete ingredients and all health documentation and toxicology that you have on your products. So uh, obviously, knowing, you know, a little bit more about our company than most, genie, you know, that uh, we have, you know, focused, you know, all of our profits for the last number of years on ensuring that we were ready for this day and uh, in creating the Clearstream Onward project and where we've, you know, obviously, you know, forethought what the work requirements were just by being logical and uh, and, and, uh, we were ready. So when, you know, when deeming regulation was posed in 2014, and was sanctified uh, this past uh, uh, spring, uh, we knew that it was coming. And we you know, have uh, a significant body of toxicology, cytotoxicology, and everything if you want to go through clearstreamonward.com that basically answers exactly what the FDA is looking for. And uh, our clients that have worked with us and have flavor art-only flavors have saved, you know, we talk about two, $3 million for a PMTA. Well, a million dollars of that for sure is the toxicology. Okay. So we can cut probably a third of their cost of a PMTA, uh, by having the, the work ready for them and having these protocols set up, um, for this, you know, this proof that your stuff is, is safe for the general public, and that's what the FDA is asking for, and quite frankly, I don't blame them, okay? We should have to prove. Um, it's not good enough to just to say so, um, you know, n- not in the, the world that we're in today. So, uh, yeah, uh, TPMF's a big thing for this industry in flavoring.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we've had flavor companies in the past that have said... Um, and put on their websites, you know, this is DA and AP free, this is DA and AP free, and then testing has come out and all of a sudden these companies come out with a a different um, uh, formulation of that and say, oh, this this is great, this is, you know. So I understand where the flavor companies need to be able to prove um, what they're saying uh, and flavor art of, of all companies it has always been at the the forefront is that the way yeah They flavor has always been at the forefront of trying to make sure that what we've got is as safe as what we need it to be or what we need it to be or what we know it to be at this point um, and they always expand on that. That's like when the Clearstream study, when Clearstream started, it was one thing. And now you have expanded Clearstream into more than what it originally was for. And that just shows a dedication well, to the industry.
5: originally was, was about, I'm sorry, there's probably a delay, um, Clearstream initially was about public information. Now, Clearstream Onward is about specifics relative to our flavors. And so it's somewhat selfish. It's research to not just protect the public, but protect the public relative to our flavors and ensure that the government has the information specifically on our flavors. The early stuff we did with Farsenilos and Peloso and stuff in Clearstream was for public digestion, right? In fact, you know most of the work that they did doesn't have Flavorart's name on it because it wouldn't have been peer-reviewed or medically accepted in the medical community if if it was shown as sponsored by Flavorart. So we never took any uh, grand hurrah uh, in the public eye uh, for all of the work that we sponsored and paid for that they did. So
0: um, now. Can rich say anything about strawberry?
5: yeah, yeah, I mean, so there's a number of new flavors coming out, so okay, let me just say how do I say this okay um, there will be a very, very <laughs> familiar uh American style set of flavors. Um, without being discriminatory to the companies that make them today um, that um, we recognize and really, you know, through Rich and I's kind of talking because we're DIYers and I'm the first person to say that I use sweet strawberry. I use, okay. Inawara shisha strawberry. I'm the first person to say, you know, in any, you know, DIY group, you know, where uh, I use other people's flavorings, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I know that Flavor West Butterscotch is bad, but it's the best butterscotch in, in my world, okay? I know it's bad. Believe me, it's bad, okay? But <clears throat> I like it the best, right? And uh, so in talking globally with our other 43 um, subset companies uh, that – you know, are facing competition. They're saying, hey, your strawberry, your custard, your uh, blah, 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 isn't an American style that that we're competing with from competing juice companies that are largely from California and the United States. Okay. Um, so we're going to create a series of Americanized products, one of which is a strawberry. Okay. I'm not going to say you Know we're copying okay, but we are certainly imitating okay, a more American style set of flavors. And I'm not going to be real specific outside of strawberry, but there's a, a range of them uh, that we're, we're we have in the in the in the in the beta phase right now in the hopper. Okay, in other words, we haven't put it out to our testing group yet, but um there's going to be a, a range coming very shortly uh, uh we just don't have time right now we we put out two uh right now that you guys already talked about i assume uh, in a polar the polar blast and uh yep. and this new uh uh zeppola, uh which is uh, uh you know i'm married to an italian girl and my family is very very italian and uh and uh, zeppola is you know, what donuts are to Italians, right? They don't understand the word donut doesn't even exist. The word donut in Italian doesn't exist. If you said to somebody, could you make me, uh, could you go get me some donuts? They would look at you, uh, you know, like you just came from Mars. They just wouldn't understand the, the, the connotation of what the word means. And, uh, so Zeppelin is donut really in, in Italian. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> I'll tell you, we have worked so hard on this flavor. And uh, and it was originally what we had planned on doing, and, and as Rich I think has told you, it got diverted for a number of reasons. Um, and uh, customers, as well as creating a finished semi-finished e-liquid, um, is what created Wow. But uh, Zeppelin is you can taste uh, you can taste uh, the the fried you know oil coming off of a fresh donut out of a out of a fryer it's that real um it's great and uh polar blast is like literally ever seen uh lonnie do one of his uh uh pranks on his uh, channel where he makes people eat uh hot sauce like uh ghost pepper oh, sauce yeah.
0: no rich rich already told people that, that they he should trick people and tell them here taste this and put some on their finger yeah, no. Rich already said that people should do that, and I said well, they it, should not.
5: It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Okay, it is. It is the polar opposite of of putting you know ghost pepper on your finger and, and putting it in your mouth. But it doesn't hurt like that. Burns. This just freezes your mouth. So it's just like everything that happens for the next ten, fifteen, maybe thirty minutes. Okay, hard to say. <laughs> is going to be just. It's like you're, you're, you're outside and it's like minus 15, okay? And, and it like literally, everything is so cold breathing in and everything is so cold breathing out. There's no, but the interesting thing here, Rich, and I don't know if you told Jeannie this, is there's absolutely no flavor. So there's no mint. There's no menthol, okay? It's, it's different than culotta, although it's, it's, it's based off of the idea of culotta. Um, I, I mean, literally uh, three drops in a 30-mil bottle, okay, will literally freeze anything, you know. Uh, in Game of Thrones terms, winter is come, uh, and we just uh, supplied it. But it won't hurt you, Jeannie. If you do it, it's just like your mouth is frozen, uh, and everything you breathe is like cold air, right, for 10-plus minutes, for sure.
0: I don't think I would find so that humorous. Maybe DIY scene and. <laughs> Yeah I, I change, yeah, I would not find that humorous at all.
5: I I mean I probably have the to talking about Kimmer's. You were talking about Kimmer's, you, you talking about Kimmer's uh, uh, flavor shot. Uh, her uh, Arnold Palmer, which I also love. Uh, I'm you know particularly fond of of strawberry milk, as she knows, because I buy copious uh, quantities of it, uh, and it's my personal favorite. But It literally gives you the opportunity and everything I've tried it in. So I can make strawberry milkshake from strawberry milk. I can make um, lemonade that tastes cold, okay, with tons of ice in it that's been sitting there and evaporating with uh, beads of water on the outside of the glass uh, with this. So there's there's just, you know, it's a new dimension Yeah, a new Mm -hmm. facet, okay, that we're trying to add to vape. So you can take your existing all-day vape that makes sense to be cold, as Rich said. I think Rich, did you say this? I mean, that's the logic of this, right, Rich? But just like, yep, the latter doesn't. If you if you use too much, it it has it has a bitter taste, and uh, and and you you can't create the magnitude of what this creates. Certainly not at the, the dimensions or the uh, or the densities, uh, the dosages that we're using here. I mean, it literally is like three drops per thirty mil would be crazy. You know, five drops would be, be crazy. Okay, but it would be be cool as hell, right? You know.
0: Well, when I when I dragged out all my DIY it'll, stuff the other be. day and I made up three recipes that I hadn't had in a while, I thought, you know, huh. Because I had talked to you um, about the polar blast, and I did make up a four-ounce bottle of my banana vape that I haven't made in a really long time, because I know there's shit in that that's bad for me. Um, But just because I knew that, that,
5: yeah, Lauren's banana cream. Yeah,
0: I know it's bad. I know it's bad. But it's for me. I'm the only one vaping it, so that's okay. It's for me. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. vape it all the time anymore. I can't tell you the last time I made a bottle of that for me. Um, usually, when I make a bottle up for me, I have to make a bottle up for Tower of Vape too. Um, that's that's one that Rich really likes. Um, but I've told him it's really bad for him.
5: <laughs> Whose birthday was the other? Oh, uh, Rich loves banana.
0: Um, but yeah. So
5: didn't he just have a birthday yesterday? Yes. Yep.
0: I um I don't care. For the taste of menthol, where Jacatro is different because Kathy Jacoma seems to think that menthol is the ketchup of DIY. Um, I would really argue that it's not. um, Menthol does not make everything better. You're wrong, Kathy. Wrong. Um, But culotta. (laughs) Culotta is. Culotta makes my chest tight. And I don't like that, so i'm I'm hoping polar will fill in that space for me so that my banana milkshake can be nice and cold like it should be and still be really yummy so I'm looking forward to that one
5: Rich well I've been a way of samples being sent
0: yes
1: uh really rich i mentioned it earlier that uh, there are some people in this room uh they should be getting it in a in a couple of days
5: yeah so we'll get we'll get the feedback from from the tester group you'll you'll see it uh, i'm not sure who's in this in this uh podcast but i'm sure that uh, there's a number of people here that will uh see it very soon
0: I'm I'm I'm
5: probably thinking, let us know, Rip, Je- Jeannie
0: Yeah, that there's several um, people in this that are in the chat right now that um, will be we we will all be bouncing back and forth with each other. I'm like, oh, and did you try this? And well, what did you think? And you know what? Try it with this, because it's just kind of what we do. And you know what I noticed? Um,
5: you know, you know the it... no. Go ahead. You know what's interesting about DIY is no matter how broad your experience, uh, understanding, uh, we all have different imaginations. What I love about DIY is that somebody comes up with something I never would have thought of, and I totally appreciate it. Okay, because we all have wide imaginations, and you know, between you know, people out there. Okay, that we're talking to, I can see in this group, you know, from Jack Catro to uh, my new friend, Jennifer uh, Winstead, uh, you know, people out there that like, they're just so smart. Okay, And they have just all of these great ideas that we share amongst each other. And that's what I love about DIY. So what, what, you know, we don't, we create flavors, knowing that we'll never imagine their ultimate great purpose or, or their best use. Right. Um, and uh, so I look forward to seeing what somebody like Laura uh, Strong, I can see in this group or, OK, or, or Jennifer or Joe Melvin or Joe McManus or all of these people that I totally respect. Oliver is in, in here today. Oliver's listening in, Rich.
4: Oh, hey, Oliver. We were
5: just talking about you.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say, Rich, is Oliver's here yeah. now. We, we can't talk about him anymore.
5: <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, Oliver, <laughs> okay, there's a perfect example. Oliver will think of a way to use these that you and I, Rich, could sit down for days and never think of because his imagination and his creativity is different, yep. okay? And it's never. You know, it's not about one person better than the other, but somebody's going to come up with, like, some unbelievable application for this, and uh, and I can say it is not like, you know, okay, I've seen the molecular form, it's not like Culatta, it's... It's not very much styled after the idea, uh, but it's it's about going the different mile uh, in it, and uh, I, I I can't wait to see what somebody does with it, right? But uh, you know, it's if you like menthol, you'll you'll love this because you can basically get that menthol feel without menthol. Because me personally, I'm not a menthol vapor. Rich is. Rich loves the, his menthol. I get him to make it up for me only when I've got a really really bad head cold, and I'll tell him, Rich. You know in it's stuffy voice make me some menthol thing
0: well it's flavor <laughs> you arts, it's flavor arts fault <laughs> that i started juice. making anything tobacco by the way it's it's all your fault prior to you two i was not mixing tobaccos didn't happen and thanks to you two now i am but um i have a tobacco mix that i make for my mother Um, I, of course, you know, my mother's 71 years old and she's a dual user and, and I make her up 24, I make her 24 milligram e-liquid and she wants a tobacco flavor because she's a diehard smoker. She's been a smoker since she was 10. She's now 71. The chances of her quitting are fucking zero. Um, But when she's around me, she uses her vape. When she's around her friends that smoke, she smokes. So, I mean, it just depends. But um, I, the only menthol that I ever liked in vaping, and God, people are going to shit when they hear this one. Seven years ago, Blue E-Cigs had a menthol cartridge that came with the Blue Starter Kits. And I really enjoyed those menthol cartridges. Um, Since then, nothing. Absolutely nothing. But when I started pissing around with your guys' tobaccos, brats, um, and I made up that tobacco mix for my mom, um, I mentholated it for Bonnie, my friend Bonnie. You've met her, Sean. And, um, and I actually like that one on the rare occasion that I think I want a tobacco of some kind. It's that tobacco menthol. But I'm not really a fan of menthol flavoring. So I don't know if, the, if those blue cartridges back in the freaking day um, and everybody's going to stroke out about it right. being a blue. But I got to tell you guys, did it suck? Yes, it sucked. But it kept me off cigarettes um, until my 5 stick, my five ten mini stick came in the mail. Um, which, you know, I, I have to say, January the 8th will be seven years that I've been a non-smoker. And that blue started it. I've come a long way since then, but I have to give them credit. That piece of shit blue is what started it.
5: Oliver ain't just ain't gave nothing
3: up a wrong with that in, the, Jeannie, in the I chat, mean,
1: guys.
0: I, Rich has a tad bit of
1: delay. cinnamon Danish swirl
5: 2%. What type of cinnamon Danish swirl, Oliver? What's that, Capella. Capella. And people that don't know Oliver, you weren't listening before. Okay, if Oliver throws a recipe out. Okay, because he's quite sensitive to bad recipes. Okay, because he, he thinks half of what he makes is shit, but it isn't. It's actually pretty all 100% good. I've never seen a bad Oliver recipe, quite frankly. But uh, if he throws something out in chat, I'd rate that one down, folks.
0: That's an understatement.
5: David Cowan. David Cowan is a local buddy of mine. He's in chat. So glad to see him. He started he, DIYing he. about I don't know, uh, I don't know five, six, seven, eight months ago, and he's like literally okay becoming the man. Okay, he, he, I'm so proud of him. There's so many new DIYers out there that I have had zero impact on, but have somehow surpassed me in their skills. Uh, and David is one of them. He's a friend, and he's uh, becoming a uh, a very talented uh, DIYer and good guy. New, and a new listener to the Jeannie K Show. Jeannie.
0: Oh, hey, um, David, if you have DIY questions, you really should call in. The number is, oh, shit, and I just forgot the number, is 347-308-8329. And if you ask a DIY question, I will give you $25 worth of store credit to use at One Stop DIY Shop. So it's you get paid for asking questions. I'm just saying. It's not a bad deal. And Jennifer put into chat that that people should never throw away flavors they don't like. Um, I don't don't necessarily agree with that um, because I do my flavor cupboard this way. When I get a new flavoring, um, I put the month and the year on the bottle. And if a year from then it's still in there and I can't say that, oh, I found something I like with this, I throw it away. Um, I I really do. I, oh, my volume is really low. Let me check. I don't know what's going on. Oh, mine is. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Mixler fail. I've, I've had my settings go crazy before, like from closing it one time to opening it the next, but I've never had them go fucked up in the course of a show there there's that so yeah um
5: did did i tell you did i tell you the? did i tell you the funny story about how we almost had to throw richard away about a a month ago
0: no why would you throw rich away
5: (laughs) so he's what he's you know he's extremely extremely uh, generous and giving guy right he has a zillion zillion great attributes but um so he's working with a client and they said really i want you to help me with his tobacco and flavor art match it. And Rich is talented, you know, largely through Oliver, I would say, and learning from Oliver, uh, his tobacco skills. But he definitely rules in, in our house on tobacco skills. And uh, <laughs> so this guy sends in this sample. And we all come into the office one morning, and we're all like, what the hell happened? And we're looking for dog barf. Okay, we're looking for, okay, something that, you know, happened in our office. We always have dogs in our office. We all have dogs and we let them come to our office and uh, we rotate bringing our dogs in. And and it's just so terrible. We can't even work. And we finally locate the smell and Rich has been working on this tobacco and it's putrid, right? And then he comes in and he's got the smell all over him, (laughs) right? And... Okay. And I mean, literally, like, there was like a mutiny vote in our office whether we had to eject Rich and throw him, okay, to the trash. He smelled in his office, and this tobacco flavor smelled so bad, okay. We were literally like rocks, paper, scissors, okay. Does Rich get thrown out of the office today or not? Um, (laughs) I was like, I couldn't even breathe.
0: I had that happen once. Um, When I went to Minnesota for PB Dragon's wedding, um, PB says, we need to come up with, I want to try to develop some coffees. And he's not, he doesn't have the coffee flavoring that I used. And he had like eight different coffee flavorings and we sat in his mixing room and played around with coffees and and anybody that has been in DIY for any length of time knows that there are a lot of coffee flavors out there that are fucking horrid. Just absolutely horrid. I don't think the smell left his mixing room in the entire week that I was there. It it was just awful his fiance was threatening to kill us both it was it was that bad um it it honestly was that horrendous so um rich i i have sympathy for you buddy cuz i've been there um i've i've been on the, <laughs> the yeah i've i've done that and have people threatened me with bodily harm because of it there there just are some things you know like um flavor art honey I love Flavor Art Honey, and I can use Flavor Art Honey at 1%. I mean, I absolutely love it. Kathy, on the other hand, has to dilute it down to like 10%, like it was EM, before she can use it.
5: Yeah, you should... You should dilute it. It, it's, it. it basically encroaches on every other flavor if you don't use it at small amounts.
0: Well, yeah, but it's honey. I, I, would,
5: I would very strongly. It's, it's Follow it's, Jack Castro, very small amounts.
0: It's honey. It's yummy. It's awesome stuff, says the lady with the beehives in her yard. It's honey. Use lots.
1: <laughs> it is honey. I mean,
0: yeah, there is no do, way around
5: it. Do you know what a Honeycrisp apple? Do you know what a Honeycrisp apple is?
0: Yes, hmm? there's 24 of them in my refrigerator. <laughs> and and that is so, the that is so the I brand of recreate. Yeah, that's the strain of apple trees that I planted in my yard when we moved down here by the way.
5: So so I I have a whole orchard of them uh on my farm and I love them and I brought a half and a half bushel into the office and I tried to recreate it and uh, we're, we're eating these honey crisp apples and, and I used honey with, uh, with Fuji and it wasn't bad, eh, Richard? A little bit too much cinnamon in that, that second batch you said, right? And I, I, I maybe just, overdosed I, the cinnamon I to mean, it.
1: It, it. Well, it wasn't too much. It just, uh, it changed the profile to a dessert apple, um, but it was very good, yeah. really, really
0: good. Well, but Honey Crisp but the, apples but, but make the, right the best, best apple crisp it. ever.
5: Fuji. Yeah, but it was just interesting. It was the really the the first time I'd ever used honey that I was happy with the results. So honey and Fuji, okay, a little giveaway, okay, for my private uh, uh, you know collection of ideas. It, it really shines, and but it, I do I do the Jack Hatcher way. I dilute. Okay, uh, to a ten percent mix, you know, and then build up very slowly, because um, uh, you know I find that it uh, it, it can the it, it can taste good to vape, but the clouds that you
0: blow <laughs> out can
5: sometimes be noxious.
0: But it's not as bad as honeybees. Uh,
5: honeybees. You know, it's not as bad as honeybees. Yeah. but it's the same kind of thing.
0: Well, no. Flavor of honey does not smell like feet in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Honeybees just smelled like god-awful feet. Honeybees was just disgusting. But, I mean, I, I find that everybody's, because everybody's palate's different, and, and mind you, I would never recommend anybody use flavor honey at a high percentage ever. I really wouldn't, but I really like it. So when I make something for me, (laughs) then, then, you know, I can put whatever I want in there. Um, but yeah, Kathy, Kathy is probably right when she says that you should dilute that stuff before you, before you use it now, but it's not, it's not insane. Like, um, Oh, like TPA caramel cappuccino. That shit is, is good in very small amounts. But that stuff is so hellaciously strong that I would order it in. And when I would go into the post office to pick my package up, the postmaster would say to me, Did you order coffee beans? And when, when the post office smells like coffee because... Inside of a sealed box, you have a sealed Ziploc bag that has a sealed 30 mil bottle of TBA caramel cappuccino in it. You know that that stuff is crazy ass strong. <laughs> yeah. Um. And who was it? Oh, it was Upstart.
5: Has Kimber ordered, ordered these new two flavors, Rich? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I would have
1: to check uh, in in our uh, accounting software.
0: Oh, if you haven't, Kimmer, you probably should. Kimmer, you... these
5: two flavors are in. These fl- these flavors are in stock. Their samples being sent to you, but they're in stock. Yeah, F Y I.
0: Oh, she just got an email today from Angie about them. Okay, Kimmer, you better order them and don't send me. Don't okay. holler at me, Kimmer, because yeah, people uh... are asking for stuff you don't have. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: told uh, our administrator to make sure that all of our resellers knew that we had an install. So Kimmer, jump on it and get your first order so you get it You get it before anybody else.
0: <laughs> Poor Kimmer. I go, yeah, I go and talk about stuff the, and she's the, like, you should have told to me you already
4: talked about that.
0: Oh. Oh, and I did have to explain to people about the contest, Niagara. Um, and, and I did explain to people in auditory format um, that um, you are not playing an evil trick on Rich. Rich is well aware of the contest, um, and everybody's calling it Flavor Arts Awesome Christmas Contest. Um, I've renamed it. Um, it is now the it is now the Drive Rich's Phone Insane Contest, um, because. I, you know, I I can just imagine the amount of dings that are going off in his house now. Um, and considering he's in DIY groups that are all over the globe, which means people are up at all hours of the day and night, um, I bet he mutes that thing when he goes to bed.
1: Uh that's not a bad idea jeannie yeah. <laughs> unfortunately i haven't been sleeping much uh my uh, my poor little pug went in for spine surgery uh last week and uh, it's been a bit of a trip uh and now uh, she refuses to sleep unless i'm on the floor next to her. so uh keep keep tagging me in all the posts you know we have a, a fair number of entries let me just pull this up here we've got a uh, 35 or 40 entries we are to so make the far. first decision uh, tomorrow afternoon. And I've actually found... I, I've gone through and I found that there are actually a few entries uh, where people were posting on Flavor Art probably unaware of the contest, and I just entered them anyway. Uh, so make sure, guys, if you guys are discussing uh, Flavor Art in a thread, uh, if you are, um, you know, uh, releasing a recipe or a link to ELR, uh, using uh, hopefully all flavor art but I mean as a mixer I get it you don't you can't always um, but you know if you're talking about flavor or using flavor art make sure you tag me uh, and uh, you will be automatically entered I will do the uh, random draw to make it fair because we released the contest uh, a little bit late so I will do the random draw on Sunday uh, and I will Facebook feed it live and to our uh, into our page so make sure you keep on our page if you like it or follow it or subscribe, whatever it is, on Facebook so that when I do the Facebook live feed uh, on the Flavor of North America page, you guys can see me draw the random uh, winner and... Uh, and I
0: think I think Niagara just changed your plans. What did you say, Niagara?
5: No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. I, I, I was completely uh, trying, to, trying to make sure that he stipulated exactly when he was going to be drawing. I wanted to make sure that we closed it tomorrow afternoon at at say five o'clock for this week though rich. Okay. And then we'll put everything else into next week, Saturday and okay. Sunday, anything you see. Right. Like what, you know, what's, sure. what's a week, right? So let's just take all entries by tomorrow at five, just shut it down, draw on Sunday, uh, ship on Monday, the first winter. Um, and then we'll close it down next Friday and we can still get it the, the second winter out before Christmas, right? My third and fourth winner will I'll most likely not get it till after Christmas.
0: But when they get it after that Christmas, they're really not gonna them. yeah, they're not gonna care that they had to wait. Um, it's It's a fantastic even if it was I would tell you to enter people even if it was just for the mixology kit. Um, I absolutely love mine. I do I, I am so proud of the damn thing that I display it but you know when you add to that um, the things that they're adding to it it's, it's really a contest that you should be in if you mix with flavor art yeah post a recipe now tag rich you will not regret it <laughs> tag me. Um, and how did how did How did the poor little puppy get hurt? Were you, like, chasing her with a skewer?
1: Um, Well, what had happened was uh, the wife was very sick, uh, so we took her to emergency, uh, and it was a long wait. So I knew it would be a long trip, and we brought Bella to uh, her grandparents' house, which is just across the road from us. And uh, Bella has already a degenerative disc disease in her spine, and what that is is the shock absorbers in between the vertebrae uh-huh. uh, calcify, and they get hard and stiff. Pugs are really pugs are prone to that, uh, aren't they? They have a ten- tendency to. Yeah, they are. They are already prone to this disease, and she must have run around the grandparents' house and climbed the stairs a little bit too much. And when she came back, she was very sore. Uh, and she was limping and you know having dealt with her back problems before we took her to the emergency vet and they gave her some injections and drugs to help loosen her up and uh, at some point it just got worse and then we took her to the uh, the vet college which is uh, where all the vets in Ontario go to school uh, they said they needed to cut her right away because if they didn't go in and remove the impinging disc material she had a, a high chance of becoming paralyzed for life so um so yeah, we got the surgery done, and um, uh, she's recovering. She that uh, <laughs> her spirit is back, but she's not allowed to move much. So we I bought a I bought, went to Babies R Us and I got a baby gate area. It's about uh, you know uh, five, six, maybe eight square feet, uh, and she lives there now. And she hates it. So Daddy has to sleep in the crate with her, uh, or she won't go to bed. And it's uh, it's made for a couple of rough nights, but. I feel really Asian, you know, sleeping on the floor like my ancestors. Uh, it's probably good for my posture. Well, <laughs> so,
0: and and, and the, you did the, say, the, say in the right. crate. Now you uh, do realize uh, you do realize the amount of humor that that we would all get out of a picture of you in the dog crate, right? Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? That's a good idea, Jeannie Kate. When when we announced on Sunday the winner. For our first week of giveaways, uh, I will attach a picture uh, that my wife will take of me setting my bedroll up inside her cage, and um, and you can all sympathize and, and comment for me. <laughs> I am,
0: funny. Uh, and so you funny. realize how big my dog is now, right? When <laughs> when we moved, how big now? Well, we still don't know what he weighs exactly, but we're still at a minimum of 135 pounds. That's just as high as the scale can get at the vet's office before he jumps off of the scale. So, um, and one of, the, one of the nicest things about this, our new house down here, was I got to set up a beautiful guest room. And so my mother calls it her room. Um, It's not the guest room, it's my mom's room. Just ask her, she will tell you, it's her room. And when they stopped, they stopped here on their way to Florida. Um, My parents are snowbirds, so they stopped and they stayed a few days on their way down and they'll stop and they'll stay a few days on their way back up. But they travel with two cats. And these two cats are used to dogs, but they're used to very little dogs. They're used to Jack Russell's. Ruger is not that. Um, If if he is anything, it is not little. No. Yeah, no, not little. So they kept the door shut on this room the whole time they were here because then the cats could, you know, stay away from the giant lumbering black beast called my dog. Well... I have not been able to shut the door on this room since then because now Ruger has decided that, oh, I fit on that bed. And so the queen size bed in the guest room has now turned into Ruger's bed because he doesn't have to worry about anybody moving their feet and touching him. Maybe Bella needs a bigger crate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's
1: pretty cute. Oh, I can't believe he's that big already.
0: Oh yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, he is. He's he's just he's so big. But um, the the mail lady absolutely loves him. Uh, the UPS driver and the FedEx driver think he's the biggest baby they have ever seen. Um. We have determined that the one neighbor that liked to drive by our house really slow and watch what we were doing doesn't do that anymore since he realized we have a great big giant dog. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really funny. He is probably the most spoiled kid I will ever have. But you know, it's they're 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 like the best kids because they don't generally talk back. So you know. She's really cute, Rich. You won't mind sleeping on the floor for a while. I promise.
1: No, you're my baby. you my baby.
0: Okay, kids.
5: Jeannie, um, I, I got to uh, get some sleep. Yep. Uh, but I want everybody to go to uh Flavor Art right now on our on on their Facebook to the Flavor Art North American site. Okay? And I just posted up the newest Chen Ping Wong okay, video that you have not seen yet, Jeannie. So to give you oh, a little Christmas smile, no, okay, no. okay, I just posted up okay, Chen Ping Wong's latest performance. Um, right, uh, Rich uh, built a new recipe for a client and uh, was asked to uh, promote it as Chen Ping Wong. So uh, if everybody wants to have a fun laugh, Go to Flavor at North America site. Uh, I just posted it up. I'll take it down tomorrow morning, Rich. Okay, don't worry. The only <laughs> people tonight will know to see it. It's okay.
0: <clears throat> and I, I put the okay. link in chat but, for anybody uh, that would like stuff. to see it because <laughs> I'm just kind of mean that way. Yeah. All right, guys. And, and
5: guys, before uh, Rich, before you leave the show tonight, just uh, could you think of some creative way to give away? A uh, hundred dollars worth of flavoring through Kimmer on us. She's going to sure, be placing an absolutely. order, so we'll just take the hundred bucks off of her, her, her order. Okay, come up with something creative before you uh, uh, you and Jeannie finish the show. So, on top of and guys, if you haven't figured it out, call in, ask a DIY question, and Jeannie gives away gift certificates to Kimmers anyway. So you, you guys should be calling in. Okay, but uh, come up with something. Uh, uh, tell me what you did tomorrow morning. Jeannie, nice talking to you. Good night, okay, Sean. Talk okay, well, live uh, before Christmas, eh? Good
1: night, Sean. Uh, Rich, I'll see you in the morning, Jeannie, buddy. if you don't mind me hijacking for a quick second. Yep, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, we have 21-ish viewers uh, in the chat, so we're going to run this old-school stick in the style. Uh, when I type start... Uh, everyone has to pick a number between 1 and here for, let's say, 1 and 25. Uh, when I type stop, uh, no one else type a number, and I will RNG, random number, generate it. And whoever picks that number uh, will win a $100 gift certificate from killers at OSDIY. Uh, you will have to PM me on Facebook with your email Uh, and your name uh, to confirm your identity, and we will arrange the GC to be passed out through OSDIY, Uh, if that's okay Kimmers with you, I think you said you were placing orders soon anyway, so uh, pay attention in chat, we are going to start when I say start, and numbers 1 to 25
0: Oh, and and while Rich is doing this, I apologize to all you people that are listening on the replay. You wish you were here now.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you about thirty more seconds. Uh, looks like we have most of the numbers. Thirty seconds. Twenty seconds.
0: Oh, man, I just got a video on my phone. Uh, oh, my and, youngest uh, the number... my youngest grandson just started walking, and I'm not there. I'm here. <laughs>
1: oh, so cute. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and if a number gets pulled and nobody has that number, it's whoever is closest. And if there's a tie, we'll get those two people to tie off. Okay, I'm typing stop in the chat right now. And I will go to random, minimum one, maximum 25, and generate. The result is 21. So who has 21? Paul DeLeo. Paul DeLeo has 21, and I think that's the only one.
0: Yay. And by the way, and you people... Yeah, and people, if you didn't win this, I still have $25 gift codes, uh, gift certificates for one stop to give away. All you have to do is call in and ask a DIY question. It's it's pretty painless, honest to God. If I can get on here and talk every week or every other week or whatever it is when I'm here doing a show, you can too. It's It's really not that bad. So congratulations, Paul. How's that? Merry Christmas, my friend. Um, Paul has been teasing me all day um, on Facebook. He made lemon chicken. And so, you know, there he was uh, telling people to... <laughs> yeah, um, he, he made lemon chicken for dinner. Um, I, I ended up making a recipe for um, root beer barbecue. Pulled pork that, that turned out fantastic. Fantastic. I'd never put root beer in a barbecue sauce before. It turned out really good. Oh, somebody's on the phone.
3: Yay. Hey. Yes, you got a question. Hi. Uh, Kim really said to call. But How are you? I'm Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. I have a question for you guys. Actually, for Kim. On the Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer what else would she mix it with other than the whiskey?
0: Um... What would Kimmer? What would you mix Arnold Palmer with besides the Tennessee whiskey?
3: Um, I am, I'm watching, so I can see it at the bottom.
0: And I would tell you to try it on its own too, because it's really super good. Um, I have actually put a bit of raspberry in it too.
3: And um, how do they compare to, let's say, flavor with uh, lemonade or any other lemonade?
0: Um, have you ever had the Arizona Arnold Palmer? tea yes that's exactly what you get that's it exactly to a tea um it tastes just like that it's fantastic stuff so you need to send lemonade
3: always scares me because it gives me um vapor
0: yeah nope it does not but do that to me it doesn't frost any plastic it doesn't any of that
3: It's in the shopping cart.
0: Yeah, I love it. But you need to send me an email. um, And my email is genievapes at gmail. And I will put it in the chat and send me an email and tell me that you called in and asked me a DIY question.
3: What's the email address, genie?
0: Yep, it's genievapes at gmail.com. I just stuck it in the chat.
3: Okay, perfect.
0: Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome.
3: Alrighty. Oh, and try peach too. Flavor art. You can try what?
0: Yeah, flavor art white oh, peach. peach. Yeah, the flavor art white peach goes in it really nicely.
3: I have white peach. I have almost everything from flavor art, so. Yes, you will be very I will happy. try that. Yay. Yay. Hi, Rich.
1: Hi, Jen. So, this brings up actually an interesting <laughs> point. You know, speaking of Arnold Palmer's and teas and lemonade. I have a little recipe that I'm not going to write down in the room because uh, I want to make sure it only goes to the people who are listening and paying attention. Um, But I've been playing a lot with tea, and uh, I love teas, but I love Asian teas. And I love Arnold Palmer's, uh, but then I became a diabetic and I couldn't drink them anymore. Uh, And as all of
4: you have heard by
1: now, a lot of my strength in mixing is in tobaccos. Uh, I may not vape them all the time, but I really enjoy making a very exquisitely layered tobacco. Uh, And I I realized that flavor art has such a broad spectrum of tobacco. We have some really dank ones, and then we have some tobaccos that you would swear are not even there. And I started thinking, and I said, you know what? Tobacco and tea are both leaves. So... I wonder what would happen if you put one of our not-so-tobacco-y tobaccos in with some of our black tea, mixed with a little bit of lemon sicily, a hint of sweetener because I've got a sweet tooth, uh, and and some fruit. And sure enough, my goodness gracious, the vape is delicious. Now, I'm not going to disclose ingredients because that's the fun of DIY, but I recommend to all of you who like teas, who like lemon teas, To try mixing one of our tobaccos that aren't that dank. So it wouldn't be like Turkish, it's not mellow sunset. Uh, You know, it it wouldn't be uh, so many more. It wouldn't be Latakia, uh, but one of our tobaccos that are very light. You know, Max Blend is a good example of that. Seven Leaves is a good example. Ozone is a good example. And and mix that with our black tea. And the funny thing about our black tea um, is uh, is our black tea is kind of unique in the sense that you can use quite a bit of it. Uh, without it killing uh, your recipe. You know, I, it's not uncommon for me to use black tea in the 4 to 6% range. Uh, it seems a lot, but uh, the tea profile is very good, and that's what I like about that flavor. Uh, so I would mix about, you know, 4 to 6% of our black tea, uh, you know, a, a marginal 1% and change of one of our light tobaccos, and then add some fruit. Uh, you know, so I, you can do crazy, like apricot, forest fruit, black currant, uh, less than 1% blackberry even, uh, maybe even a little honey because Ginny loves honey. Uh, and you'll be amazed at the results you get. It's a very nice uh, earthy tea vape uh, with some lemon, with some, with some with some leafy notes in it. It's quite delicious. Um, you know what you Soho, just
3: did, I, I, yeah, I'm going to says, put, I'm gonna have to put black do? tea in my cart. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah black, black tea is very good. Uh, just, just so you know, that's one of the ones I gave away a while ago. Also, See, Jeannie, you do you should never give away my flavors.
0: Um, <laughs> I I do because I only have a limited amount of space, and and my flavors are into the multiple hundreds now, and you know, it's really hard for me to justify to my husband who is a non vapor. Why I'm ordering flavorings when when I when I designed a kitchen around being able to get out all of my DIY stuff.
3: <laughs> it's, it's terrible. My husband bought me a cupboard so that I can keep it all put away and not where he can see it all the time.
0: Yeah, um, I I have that, <laughs> but it's it's funny that they they always decide to walk in the kitchen when I've got all the stuff out, and I'm like, you know what? From now on. I'm gonna wait until midnight to start mixing e liquid and he's like, Yeah, you'll still be up when I get up in the morning. I'm like, Well, yeah, there's that. that oh, happens. I wait mine
3: out. He gets tired, he goes to bed, and then I go in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> All righty. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go and I'm gonna answer this last phone call that we've got sitting on the line, okay? Don't Thanks. For- you guys have a great night. Don't forget to send me the email though. It's done. Okay
3: thank you you're I'll welcome mm-hmm.
0: bye we got one more on here 417 hi who's this
4: I just want to know if <laughs> flavor art is ever going to make brown sugar
1: <laughs> is that Margot? that's got to be Margo it is. Phone,
0: right? Margo you have
1: to send me an I- email I this time I
4: need brown sugar
1: Uh, you know, Mar- Margot, this let's let's talk for a second <laughs> because you know we always joke about this, saying you know we would love to do it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little reason why we can't. Um, as you know, you know, flavor has always been very meticulous in the safety of our flavoring. Um, now we could make a <laughs> flavor that tastes kind of like a like a brown sugar, but the issue is it wouldn't be sweet because when you're using brown sugar, a large majority of that flavor is, is sweet that you taste. Uh, and we are actually doing a lot of research right now with ClearStream uh, regarding the presence of sweeteners in e-liquid. Uh, we've come to the conclusion that uh, um, as delicious as they are, as much as I like using sweeteners, uh, they're not good for juice. Um, I not so much in a chemical composition as to what they do. Yeah, It's, it's not so much what that. they do in aerosol. It's more, it's more a reaction of what sweeteners do to your, to your atomizers. Uh, yeah. They caramelize in a sense, and, and that creates particulate matter yep. uh, that I burns. I get it. And when it burns, it, it, it yeah, it releases an aerosol. So, I mean, we are actually we've been we've been trying to develop a safe sweetener for the better part of two years. Um, because that's always been the gap in flavor art is that we don't have a sweetener. Um, unfortunately, there is no way currently uh, that we can do that uh, without it being safe.
4: I'm, and, and I'm guessing that pumpkin pie just went out the door, too.
1: <laughs> they, when, when we asked for <laughs> pumpkin pie, Margo, no word of a lie, the look we got from them. They were like (laughs) what in the world is a pumpkin pie and why would you ever want to vape it? Uh, They didn't understand it. It was bad enough trying to explain donut to them.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell them pumpkin (laughs) custard. Maybe they'll get that. Oh, that sounds good. Because I make pumpkin custard pies and I've made just the pumpkin custard without the pie crust. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, the only, re- the only I knew- way I survived being on a paleo diet um, was pumpkin custard. And my husband's like, this is but- like a pumpkin pie without the crust. And I'm like, it's just like, well, no shit. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, God, it is so good. It is so good. And I knew you were going to tell me that about brown sugar. I know. It. I know. It. It's the one thing I've yet to be able to weed out. Okay. But I don't use very much of it. Okay. It was a shot. Yeah, I am I'll just keep saying okay, prayers okay, that I you'll you find you something.
0: <laughs> yeah, pumpkin custard, Rich. Pumpkin custard. <laughs> pumpkin um, custard. And don't 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 say that pumpkin is a squash, so therefore pumpkin pie is squash pie because Kimmer will disown you. <laughs> I, I got yes, in trouble. Okay, I'll make sure. Yeah, I got in trouble for telling Kimber that most pumpkin pie was not actually pumpkin. It was made out of butternut squash because butternut squash holds together better. And she's still pissed off over it. <laughs> she's got to
4: go and. It's true, though.
0: <laughs> I know. Don't tell her that, though. <laughs> You'll end up on the shit list with me, Rich. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm already on Kimber's shit list.
4: Ooh. Well, it, I'm just going to cross my fingers that maybe a miracle happens and you guys find a way to come up with. Because brown sugar adds more than just sweetness, though. it It's a, a hint of a caramel and
0: a kiss of maple minus the maple, you know what I mean? And a touch of molasses. No, I, I
1: understand, yeah. but truthfully. Try to explain that to Italy. I just, just, I, I dare you, Margot, to try to explain. The, the Maybe we need to send them a pound like bag
4: of eat. brown sugar and, ha- or just send them some pumpkin custard and say, "There's brown sugar in this."
1: Uh, it, it's funny because we are actually sending them a care package of some new flavors that we want to develop for the Asian market that I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, but let's just put it this way: we have some very delicious. Uh, Asia centric flavors uh, coming very soon. Yeah, um, that I'm excited about because I love these flavors. They've been present in my life the entire time I've been on this planet, and uh, I think they'll translate really well into into e-liquid.
0: And you know, there's been one thing throughout this entire program that you you um oh you did say it, you said it, and I missed it. You did make reference to you being Asian, and I missed my chance to say, you are not Asian. You are Canadian. You, you missed it, Damn it. And I'm usually right <laughs> on top of that. I'm Canadian. Son of a bitch. Doesn't Sean have like a pumpkin farm? Uh, Sean has like an everything farm.
1: Sean does grow pumpkins.
0: Yeah, they S- grow. Send them some pumpkin. They grow everything. I would kill for his orchards.
4: If, if you're going to make up a care package to send to them, send them a fresh pumpkin with some recipes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah don't we'll know
1: what we're talking about. Sean told me this when... Uh, Sean told me this when, when we first started working for Flavor Art because I noticed that whenever we would go on a trip, and we've been to a thousand conventions now, that he would never eat fruit. Yet when we're at the office, you cannot see him without an apple, without a bag of strawberries, without something from his farm. So I asked him one day, I said, Sean, why is it that you never eat fruit when we're away, but you eat fruit every day at the office? Like, you know, we're sitting at a hotel, and they have their continental breakfast, and there's, like, raspberries and strawberries and blueberries out, and I'm stuffing my face because it's the only time I can eat fruit without my <laughs> wife yelling at me to take my insulin. And uh, and he looks at me and he says, Rich, when you own a farm and you eat what you grow, you will never go to the supermarket and buy that food ever again. He's right. And it's true. I He's started right. eating Sean's apples. I started eating Sean's peaches. Uh, Sean's wife, every time they harvest, she makes preserves and she cans the, the, the golden peaches. And ever since I've started eating the produce from Sean's farm, and, and not just fruit, but his produce as well, yeah, uh, I have a really hard time equating that to out-of-season food at the grocery store. It just does not taste the same. Yeah, uh, no, and, uh, it and doesn't kill me.
0: So <laughs> oh, yeah. and speaking because you you brought this up, Margot. By the way, I I haven't done a farm update on tonight's show. You need so to. yeah, Rich isn't used to this, but Rich, um, I didn't get to set my greenhouse up when we came when we moved down here. Over the summer, we're going to wait until um, the kids are here in the spring and set my greenhouse up. But um, the people that lost this house to the bank, um, we bought a foreclosure, um, evidently were growing something in the basement because part of the basement is set up as a green room. And um, I don't think they Ventilation were, and all. Yeah, ventilation and all. Um, I don't think that they're growing what I'm growing in it, but, um, so the farm update for this week is folks that my Trubian peppers, my, uh, green bell peppers and, um, my tomatoes all have blossoms on them and my green beans are just starting to get some buds on them too. So, um... Yes, the plants. The are plants these are. the do- seeds
4: that are the greenhouse seeds that pollinate themselves?
0: Um, that those I just started. I just got mine. Um, my package had gotten lost in the mail somewhere, and so Johnny's Seeds had just resent all of my greenhouse seeds. So I did just start um, some greenhouse and peppers, um, some cucumbers, and some zucchini that are all greenhouse seeds. Um, but so yes, yeah, so I have become so accustomed to the produce that I grow that I really hate buying it at yeah. the store. Yeah. Um, I, Do
4: tomatoes at the grocery store not taste like absolute crap?
0: Yeah, tomatoes from the grocery store are just, are, are horrible. So, Rich, I know exactly where you're coming from with that. Um, I, my family will eat kale and kale chips out of my garden, but they will not eat it from the store. I have four different lettuce varieties that are growing. Um, I have beets and I have carrots and I have everything else. Um, All of my stuff um, for the most part is hydroponic and in some form of hydroponic media because it's just easier for my hands that way. There's a whole lot less maintenance with hydroponic than there is with dirt gardening. Um, I even have cabbage and Brussels sprouts that I grow hydroponically. So, um, how are the Brussels sprouts doing? Um, the Brussels sprouts cool. are doing pretty good. Um, of course, not as the thing about growing not as, low as they
4: would outside.
0: Right. The thing about growing yeah. Brussels sprouts or cabbage or broccoli or cauliflower. Yeah, I,
4: I wondered if that is, would work.
0: Yeah, they do grow well. They just don't grow as fast, um, which is. Which is miss, which is kind of backwards of typical hydroponic vegetable gardening, um, because yeah. typically any vegetable that you grow hydroponically will grow much faster than it would outside. Yeah. But so yeah, so my garden, my garden in the basement is doing really well. My tomato plants have topped; they're over thirty-three inches. In height now, so that's good, um, and I've got about eight feet of green bean vines. So it's all it's, that's that's going pretty well.
4: Ninety seconds.
0: You need to get more pics up. Okay, I'll take more pictures. Okay. So there's that's that.
4: That's all I wanted was. Okay, burnt and burnt I don't need burnt you burnt. to
0: send me an email, asshole, Miss uh, no. Kimmer's already got your email no. address. <laughs> I, I I won't send one, Miss Biatch. I love you to pieces. <laughs> Good night,
4: Margo. Night.
0: And and you, Rich, anything else you would like to talk 60 about?
4: 60 seconds.
0: Oh, shut up, lady. She won't hang up on you, Rich. Uh, nope. She just won't let anybody else call in. Okay, then we're out of here, young man. Thank you very much for coming <laughs> on tonight. I appreciate it. It's been so long since I've talked to you. I haven't seen you at a meet in a long time. All right. Good night, kiddo.
1: That's because there's no more good meets anymore.
0: I know, and and good the night. turnout the turnout at all of them is is dropping off, and I have my own, um, I have my own thoughts as to why that's happening, um, but it's it's really sad, you know, um, when I when I missed the last VaporCon. I was um, not happy about that at all. Um, vapor kind Ten of has always been near, near and dear to me, but um, yeah, meats are are yeah. they're they're dying out, and that's not a good thing in my book. But righty, kiddo, thank you. I will talk to you later. Okay, Jane, take care. I'll
1: talk to you soon. All Check right. your mail in about three days.
0: Well, she brings it right to my door if it's a package. So right. this is awesome. I love living in the country. Nice. All right, folks, that's that's all I've got. So thank you to Rich and Niagara from Flavor Art, and thank you to everybody that called in with a question. Um, if you called in with a question, don't forget to send me your emails. I will uh, go log into my email and get those forwarded. To Miss Kimmer, um, everybody but you, Margo, I don't need your damn email. um, Because, you know, Kimmer and I have already got a handle on that one. Night, everybody. See you next week. Oh, maybe. I might not be here next week. Just so you know. I'm just warning you. I may or may not be here. So, watch Facebook for a show update. I'll let you know if I am or not. Bye, everybody.